So since he's picked the fight, we might as well get ourselves together. Amen. Amen. How many of y'all been in a fight? Yeah. Jesus, have mercy. Amen. So we're going to go to the word. Amen. Let's go to Matthew, the 16th chapter. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. I'm excited about what the Lord is doing. Yes. And, and and one of the things I found out is, you know, sometimes we look at ourselves as nobody. Sometimes we look at ourselves as peons. Sometimes we look at ourselves like we're not a threat to the enemy. And then when he throw all the hell at you, that's when you find out, oh, I must have did something. Jesus. Come on. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. And so then we have to get ourselves together and say, oh, okay, I was in a fight. Praise God. Hallelujah. So here we go. We're going to get into this word. Amen. Let's look at Matthew, the 16th chapter. Amen. Praise the Lord. And we're going to start down at the 18th verse. Hallelujah. And you know, thank you, Jesus. Let me make sure, because now you know if I give y'all the wrong verse, that means that you need to go back and read it. You know that, right? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm going to look down to verse. Okay. I'm in the wrong chapter myself. That's what my problem is. It don't look right. Amen. Matthew 16. Praise the Lord. Amen. My Bible want to go where it want to go. And we're going to start at the 18th verse. Amen. Can you get a reader? Come on. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and I tell you, you are Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. Keep reading. Read down to the 28th verse. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed, and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the Jesus. things of man. My Lord. Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will, a, will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or sh what shall a man give in return for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his Father. And then he will repay each person according to what he has done. Truly I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death. Until they see the Son of Man coming in His kingdom. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for bringing us to this place today. And God, we ask you today that you will let your will be done. Give us ears to hear what your spirit is saying. God, I pray, Lord, that you would move me out of the way. That only you would be seen. Only you would be heard. God, that you would get the glory. Let this word hit us in our hearts. Get us, oh God, in the place, Lord, where we run for the things of God. Stir us up on the inside, God. And we thank you for it. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. 
Amen. So as we look at Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, you know, this is the one thing that I have been in prayer about over this past week. You know, we understand that there are things that we are encountering in this life. And one of the things that you have to understand is that the enemy wants to remove you from your place of influence. There are no if, ands, or buts about it. There's no, there's just, just no two ways about it. He don't want you to be able to flourish in what God has said. He was there when God spoke the word over your life. He heard the same thing that you heard. And his job is to keep you from obtaining that. Come on, amen. So if you want to know what the fight is all about. Amen. The fight, amen, is so that we will be able to maintain a ministry that will never die. Come on here. Amen. We got people, I don't care who dies and passes away, their ministry die with them. But this word that God has placed in the earth is not going nowhere. Oh my God. And that's the one thing that we here to tell the enemy, this, this word ain't going nowhere. Amen. Come on here. Amen. And I just began, amen, this morning, even in prayer, just begin to fight in the spirit for the ministry, fight in the spirit Amen. for the people of God, fight in the spirit because I understand that what is going on is that the gates of hell are attempting to Jesus. prevail. But listen to me, when we already have victory, you can't prevail over what's already been victorious. Like, that's like me getting in the ring with the heavyweight champion of the world after he kicked my butt. And I'm talking about, come on with it. Come on with it. <laughs> Where he coming? He already won the fight. He already won. What is there to fight? And what is there to come back and fight against if I've already lost? All right. And so this is what we have to understand, okay? So one of the things I was looking at this, I'm trying to figure out, you know, because I like to study and I've read this a million times, you know, but I'm trying to understand what does God mean? What did Jesus mean when he said that the gates of hell will not prevail against his church? Because gates don't attack. Gates have a specific purpose, but they don't they don't launch no attack against you. You know what I'm saying? That that has nothing to do with you know your stance in God. The enemy is not coming with the gates to attack you. You know what I'm saying? You know, all right. So the gates are here to fortify, they're here to hold their ground. Okay? And so this is what this is what we're here to do. We are here as people of God, as children of God, with the word of God in our hearts. We are here to come against the gates that have already been set up. Okay? It is our responsibility, the gates of hell that Jesus was talking about. We're going to talk about what he was talking about. But just so that you understand, your warfare is not against no gates. Because Jesus has already won the victory. And when we stop fighting against something that's already been beaten, then we can save our energy for the real fight. That's good. That's good. Come on. Amen. If we, if, if, if I'm fighting somebody that's already been beaten, I'm wasting my time. Amen. They already know I can kick their butt. Amen. So why am I trying to fight a defeated foe? My God. Amen. So when Jesus is talking here, and you go down to the 21st verse, he says, from that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem to suffer many things from the Jesus. elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed on the third day and be raised. Why is he talking about that? Because what he's trying to help them understand is that the gates that he's talking about are death. He's saying that even though 
I have to go to Jerusalem. And even though I have to give my life, you need to understand that death itself does not have no victory over me. Amen. Death itself will have no victory over me. Now, when Jesus is talking, gates are the netherworld and its powers and the power of destruction. So here we are as the church. We're standing in the world. God has placed us here. And the same thing that Jesus said pertains to us. That even though we might, we are going to die one of these days or Jesus is going to come and catch us away. However, the gates of hell are still not going to prevail against the church. Amen. Jesus was trying to give them the point that even though you're going to see me die, even though you're going to see me on the cross, that's not the end. Right. That's not the end because this ministry will never die. Amen. This ministry is not going down. This thing that God had put in the earth is not about a man. It's not about a woman. It's not about a personality. It's not about somebody with charisma. This is about the God of heaven and it's not going anywhere. Amen. And what we have to understand is we got to stop fighting against stuff that we don't need to be fighting against. Come on. We waste too much time. We waste too much time. I mean, when you know that you have somebody that's always popping junk, always, they, they really don't want to fight. They just want to act like they want to fight. Come on. I ain't paying them no mind. They just, they just, they just, they just, they just all, they just all win. So this word that Jesus is saying that the gates of hell, there's two different things we need to look at. Number one, the phrase that, that is a Jewish expression. I ain't going to mess up the word, however. <laughs> anyway, the meaning means the realm of the dead. So this is what Jesus is saying, that the realm of the dead will not prevail against his church. Because before that time, nobody else had authority over death. Nobody else at that time could say that death could not hold them down. But Jesus, when he was, when he died on the cross, he took the authority from death. We understand that, right? Okay. So when Jesus is talking about this, he's talking about these gates of hell represent the passageway from death to the grave. And he said that the grave shall not prevail against the church. He was saying, even though I'm going back to my father, guess what? This church is going on. Even though, even though I'm going to have to suffer many things, this church is going on. And this is what we have to understand. We're not here to be a part of a church per se membership. We're not here to be a part of the body of Christ. It is so much deeper than us coming together and being a part of a local assembly. Like that's what we're supposed to do. We know that. But it's so much deeper than that. It is because we are, we are here because God wants us to be able to carry this message of the gospel into this world regardless of who hears and who doesn't hear. My God. Amen. So when he says that the gates of hell shall not prevail, it's from the Greek word kata skuo. Okay, it's two words. The word kata means against or upon. Skuo means to have strength or to be strong. So the word kata skuo means to have the strength to go into battle against or have a victory against or have the strength to fight and win. So what he's saying is that no matter what happens, there is nothing that has the strength to fight and win against his church. Mm, oh my God. Come on here. I don't care how many churches split. I don't care who walks away from a ministry. I don't care what stuff we have to suffer. There is nothing that can fight and win against his church. Not the real church. Come on here. Not, not the real church. 
So we just need to let the enemy know you tried that devil, but you already Come lost. Right here. Come on here. You already lost. You don't have no victory here. That's good. And we got to understand where we stand. God has given us a never die ministry. This is not about your ministry going worldwide. This is not about you having a flyer with your picture on it. When we start talking about that, we talk about the ministry of Jesus Christ. Amen. Is a never die ministry. And our problem is we have allowed so many other things to fight against the word of God and fight against the church, which we are. So when we're saying that, that there's nothing that's going to be able to prevail against us. There's the, now, don't the Bible say that no weapon formed Come against me shall prosper? Yeah. Amen. Somebody get Revelation chapter 2 real quick. Because we have all these different things that will come against us. But we got to know where we stand. Because we spend so much time talking about the devil did this and the devil did that. Listen to me. You better know where you stand. Amen. You better know where you stand. You need to start fighting from the position that you are already victorious. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. These old sad Christians walking around here. Come on, I here. hope that God moves for me. Mm. I hope I get the victory over this. I'm praying and believing God that he's going to work this out. Honey, it's already worked out. Amen. You just got to receive it. My God. Amen. Come on. What you got? Revelation chapter 3. I need you to read verses 4 and 5 and then read verse 7. Chapter 3? 2, sorry. Okay. Read that in your copious. Verses 3 through 7? 4 and 5. And verse 7. But I have this against you, that you have abandoned the love you had at first. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Amen. Now, let me tell you something. There are not a whole, really, for, 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 for us to have a little reality, reality check today. Okay, there's really not a whole bunch of demonic stuff fighting you as much as your heart fighting you. You're right. right. You're as, right. As much right. as your flesh fighting you. That's it. Trying yes. to keep you from your first love. Amen. Come on here. This is why Jesus is speaking. Okay, and he's talking to the church in Ephesus because they left their first love. They were doing things religiously. Jesus. And that's one of the things you, you need to understand that we got to maintain victory over the spirit of religion. Religion is not just us walking around here with these big old hats and, and, and having our robes on. Religion is when you can come in here and shout and dance and sing and pray and speak in tongues and nothing happened to your heart. Jesus. All right? this, is what, this is what he's talking about. He's saying you left your first love. You left the place of intimacy. You left the place that kept you close to me. You left the place where you were sensitive Jesus. and I could speak to you and I could lead you and guide you and you would listen to me. My God. That's the place. And so these are things that are trying to prevail against the church. And the only way that they're going to prevail is if you lay down and die. My God. That's, the, that's the only way because you already have victory over this. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. And so Jesus is trying to tell them this because he understood that their lives were going to be at stake. When he's talking to them about the gates of hell not prevail, he understood that he was going to die and he was going to be raised from the dead. But he also understood that they, some of them would have to pay the price of their life. Jesus. Some of them would have to give their very life. Now, we're not having to give our life like they did. Oh, God. But you better believe that the spirit of spiritual death is after you. Amen. You better believe it. You better believe that the enemy is coming for your vibrant prayer life. 
You better believe that the enemy is coming to try to steal your zeal from God. You know what I'm saying? That you have for God. He's coming to try to take all of that from you so that you could just sit and be dim in the services. Jesus. Amen. Your spirit is out. Your spirit is out to lunch. Amen. Amen. So number one is the spirit of religion. We need to get delivered from just religious practice of doing stuff. Well, this is what I do. Amen. It's Sunday. It's 1130. It's My Wednesday. God. It's 7 o'clock. It's Wednesday. It's 5 a.m. This is what I do. But is your heart in it? Come on. Come your on. heart got to be in this thing. Amen? Amen. All right. Revelation chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. What does it say? Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested. Mm. And for 10 days you will have tribulation. Mm. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. Hallelujah. So Jesus is trying to help them understand you got more to be concerned about than just dying. Amen. You have more to be concerned about than that. And what he's telling them is that you don't allow the spirit of intimidation to come. Don't you know the enemy was trying to bring fear and intimidation about what you might go through to try to keep you from walking up right before God? Well, you don't want to do that because you don't know what you're going to have to suffer. You don't know who's going to come against you. You don't know what kind of enemies you're going to make. You don't know what people are going to say. So he will use intimidation. So number one, he's coming for your heart. Number two, he's coming for to, to put you in a place of fear and intimidation. And you got to understand, even that won't prevail against his church. Amen. Come on here. Amen. amen. Now, if God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind, why are we acting like we scared? And I need you to put your eyes on the fact that there's a war inside you that you have Amen. to win. Come on. There's a war inside you that you have to win. Don't yeah. worry about this external stuff. Because from the outside, we already know you look like a victor. You sound like a victor. You know what I'm saying? You walking like you victorious. But when you get by yourself, what's going on inside? Come on. What's going on inside? Is your heart alive? And are you scared of your own shadow? My God. Come on here. Amen. Amen. So you can't allow fear and intimidation to keep you from walking in that place of victory. Let's go to Revelation. Read uh, verse 12 there in chapter 2 and then verses 14 through 17. And the angel of the church of Pergamum write. The words of him who has the sharp two-edged sword. But I have a few things against you. You have some there who hold the teachings of Balaam and, talk, and taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel so that they might eat food, sacrifice to idols, and practice sexual immorality. So, so also you have some who hold the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Therefore, repent. If not, I will come to you soon and war against them with the sword of my mouth. He who has an ear, to hear, who, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone with a new name 
written on the stone that no one knows except the one who receives it. Hallelujah. We thank God for the word. Listen to me. The other thing that we have to deal with is the spirit of compromise. Amen. We have to deal with compromise. I'm not talking about you looking at your brother and saying, God, they compromise. No, I need you to look at yourself and see where you are compromising. Where has your spirit been breached with compromise? My God. Okay. Just like the church in Pergamos, they had their little pet gods. Jesus. Okay, and they had their own little sins amongst themselves in their little camp that they didn't want to address and didn't want to deal with. My God. And it's not until we are honest with God and we say to the Lord, listen, God, I got this issue right here. And Lord, I need you to deliver me. And I've got to be delivered. I'm not getting up off my knees until I have yes. the assurance that I'm walking away with victory and power. Amen. This is the time where we have to fight for our position. Because the enemy wants you to feel defeated. He wants you to walk in defeat. He wants you to think that you're defeated. He wants you to succumb to the the situations around you. He wants you to succumb to what other people are saying. My daughter walked out of here, but anyway. (laughs) So somebody came to her and asked her, what's going on with your mom? Well, what is going on? Why you ain't coming to ask me? You got my phone number? You know what I'm saying? And there was something in me. Don't want to make a phone call. Jesus! Got any questions? I'm passing out surveys. Come on. Come on, amen. Amen. But we got to be in a place that we don't let nothing and nobody cause us to compromise. Amen. Come on, don't try to sit here like we ain't got no flesh. We all got flesh. Come on. Come on here, amen. Amen. And I'm so aware of mine. Because it likes to come alive every so often. Amen. Amen. The whole resurrection parties. We're not having that. Amen. Amen. So the spirit of compromise. God was dealing with them because we had the doctrine of Nicolaitans, which made the people set themselves above the others and made them feel as though because you are a leader, you better than everybody else and whatnot. And you know, that means you can't, you can't talk to the people. You can't be bothered with the people. You can't have dinner with them because you're better than them. And that's the doctrine that's in the church today. And that is the thing that we have been allowing to prevail against the church. This, you have to understand, if natural death cannot prevail against the church, then that means that only what we allow will prevail against the church. If Jesus took out all the strong men and he dealt with all of the issues that we can't deal with and all the stuff that we can't conquer on our own, the only thing that's left that will, will bring the church down is what's in us. Come on, come on. Come on here. That's the only thing. Amen. And we got to be willing to face ourselves and say, I'm not going to be the cause right. of the church going down. Amen. Come on here. Amen. Amen. And I mean, even as I was studying the reading, I'm saying, God, I just want, I just want my whole life to just be consumed with God. Jesus. I just, I don't care about what I feel. I don't care about what I think. I don't care about what I have to suffer. Let me not even think about that. Let me just give my whole stuff to you. I don't want anything. Because you know you go through stuff and it try to steal your love, your fervor. Yes, make you, you religious. Yes. You know how to go through the motions. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands and tell the Lord Jesus. thank you. We know all the motions. We know that stuff. Mm-hmm. We can do it with our eyes closed. But how much of it is heartfelt? Come on. How much of it is coming from your very spirit, man? That when you get into the presence of God, that everything that ain't like God, you start feeling conviction. Jesus. Come on. Amen. 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 That's what we need.
We need the kind of conviction, amen, that makes us feel conviction when we come into the presence of God. Amen. Amen. Not when somebody come and get on your case. Come on. Not when the word, not yes. just when the word is being preached. Amen. Amen. But just coming into the presence of God, Lord, I know this ain't right. I feel it ain't right, God. I got to get this right. Amen. So this is God because he loved them. He did not want them walking in compromise. And this is the church of compromise that we live in. This world, that ain't the church that's compromising. That's carnal folk. Jesus. Amen. 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 And and we can't we can't walk so and, and think that we can partake of the world. And partake of God's table at the same time. Amen. We got to start making a difference between clean and unclean. Amen. Amen. Let's go to chapter 2 verses 18 through 20. And also verse 26. Sidebar. As you can read this. I'm going to be doing a series exposing Jezebel. Because we just think Jezebel is a woman. But we got some stuff to talk about with that, that spirit. Come on, because that spirit be running rampant in the church. Come on, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, read that right there. What you got? And the angel of the church in Thyatira write, The words of the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire, and whose feet are like burnished bronze, I know your works, your love and faith and service and patient endurance, and that your latter works exceed the first. But I have this against you. That you tolerate that woman Jezebel. Not that you don't know she there. Jesus. Cause you recognize the spirit in operation, but you give room to it. My God. You 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 are tolerating it. You are allowing it to go on because you're afraid of the confrontation. Go back to fear. Go back to fear because you are afraid of what you're gonna suffer. So you are intimidated. By that spirit. So here we are. We got to deal with the spirit of religion. Okay. Doing things through road. Now our hearts not being sensitive to the things of God. Okay. Then we have the spirit of intimidation and fear. Where the enemy come in to try to scare you out of the will of God. The spirit of compromise. Mm. Which will make us switch on God. God. Instead of doing what God say for us to do. We change when we get around different people groups. Mm -hmm. My God. I'm saved as long as I'm hanging out Come with on. Sister Tamika. Come on. Amen. But honey, when I get with my co-workers, it's going down. Come on. Amen. We busting and cussing. My God. Flipping the bird at people. Jesus. Calling them all kind of cuss words. Oh my God. But then we in church. How is that bitter water and sweet water coming out of the same fountain? My God. We're going to have to check your pipes. That's the truth. Because you're not hooked up to something right. Jesus. Come on here. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The spirit of Jezebel. Read that again. Verse 18 through 20. Amen. And to the angel of the church of Thyatira write, The words of the Son of God, who his eyes like a flame of fire, and whose feet are like burnished bronze, I know your works, your love and faith, and service and patient endurance, and that your latter works exceed the first. But I have this against you, that you tolerate that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, and is teaching and seducing my servants to practice se- sexual immorality and to eat food sacrificed to idols. So, so the problem is, it's not that you're gifted. That's not the problem. The problem is, you don't have control of what you do outside of your gifting. My God. Jeez. The problem is, not that 
you can prophesy on the dime. We know you can prophesy. But the problem is, is that you really, your heart desire is really to control everything. Jesus. And, and it's not just a spirit that pops in and pops out. When you read the scripture, you see that Jezebel was married to Ahab. That's her goal is to get in covenant with you. That's the, that's the goal of that spirit. I can't trick you unless we get in covenant. Jesus. Come on here. Now, I'm telling you. This is the stuff that I've been studying. If I'm like, oh my God, well, the people in Africa don't get it. Y'all got to get it. Come right. on. Come on. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And this spirit wants to rule God's house. Yeah, yeah. This spirit wants to control everything, every aspect of God's house. Jesus. Come on here. Yes. Jezebel got to go. Amen. I was praying. I said to the Lord this morning, I said, God, show me where the spirit is because I'm going to throw her down from the wall. Oh, she got to go. We need some Jehus up in here. That ain't oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Come on here. Amen. Cut it off. Cut it off. We don't have time because the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church unless you let it. Amen. Unless you let it. This is a never die ministry. And if this ministry will not die, I'm not talking about sure word. I'm talking about the body of Christ. Amen. I'm talking about the ministry of Jesus. I'm talking about the work that Jesus did on the cross. The finished work because it's done. Yes. It is yes. finished. I don't care what nobody else say. I don't care what they preach on any other TV network or whatever. The work is done. Yes, Lord. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So we got to be able to recognize when the spirit is in operation. I'm not marrying you, Jezebel. Amen. I'm not coming into covenant with you, Jezebel. I'm going to throw you from the wall and I'm going to cut your head off. My God. Amen. There's only one place for you and that's the bottom of the wall. Amen. 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 Read verse 26, ma'am. The one who conquers and who keeps my works until the end, to him I will give authority over the nations. And see, this is the thing. This is why Jesus is speaking to me. You want authority? Don't operate in this spirit. He said, you want real authority? I'm going to give you authority if you stay faithful. Stay faithful. Amen. If you stay faithful and if you deal with that spirit. Amen. 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 And contrary to public opinion, Jezebel's not walking around here with a short dress on. Come on. Okay. With her face made up like Bozo the Clown. That's not, she, that spirit is too subtle for that. Mm -hmm. you, we would recognize that as soon as it walked in the door. Amen. 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 But instead, that spirit coming in holding pies. Okay. Come on. Amen. That spirit is coming in and saying, let me pay your electric bill. Come on My here. God. Because then I can dangle you. Jesus. Come on here. Amen. Amen. And you got to be able to recognize that spirit. Amen. You can't allow anything to have control over you. Nothing but the spirit of God. Amen. If you're going to have a never die ministry, a ministry that lasts even after you take your last breath, then that means that you're going to have to do it God's way. Amen. That means that you're going to have to give God all of you. That means that you're going to have to learn how to weep between the porch and the altar. And you're going to have to learn how to turn your plate down for real. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And we're going to have to really let God have our spirit man. Amen. Even for us that's doing this fast, if you're not fasting, you know what I'm saying, and praying and reading your word, you're just really just on a diet. Come on. Amen. You're on a diet. If you want to see noticeable change, Amen. change that you can measure, that you can say, 
Back in January, this is where I was. But today, thank God. Jesus. Today, I know that the things that used to bother me don't bother me no more. All right. I know the things that used to ruffle my feathers and get my flesh to stand all the way up. Those things, that part has died. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. You got to understand that we will not be defeated. Amen. We cannot be defeated. Okay? We refuse to be defeated. Did, that, did you hear that? Yes. We cannot, we will not, we refuse it. Jesus. I refuse defeat. My God. Do you Amen. hear me? I refuse Amen. to give in. I refuse to quit. I refuse to let my heart grow dull. Oh, I refuse Jesus. to give up in the midst of battle. I refuse to let yes, the enemy God. have what he wants. I refuse. My God. I don't care how I might feel. Feeling ain't got nothing to do with it. Amen. Come on here. I don't feel like walking in these shoes no more. Okay? I can switch Amen. that. But let's not worry about that. Let's keep our eyes on Jesus. Amen. Let's keep ourselves focused on the thing that matters. Thank you, ma'am. Let's keep our eyes focused on what matters. It's the word of God that matters. Amen. All this other stuff don't matter. Amen. My God. All this other stuff is going to pass away. Yes. Guess what? This hotel gonna burn up. Come on. Your car right, gonna burn up. Jesus. The house you live in is gonna burn up. Yes. Your job is gonna burn up. Yes. All that. Your family members ain't gonna be around after a while. You the only thing that is gonna last is the word of God. Amen. That's the only thing that the Lord has said that heaven and earth will pass away. But his word is gonna stand forever. Amen. Amen. So you need to recognize that spirit. You need to know that strategy. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about her targets later. That's a whole nother whatever, whatever. The other thing, the final thing that I want to leave with you is the spirit of tradition. Okay? Revelation chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. I told you I wasn't going to keep you long. And I'm under my time, timekeeper. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Revelation chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. And the angel of the... And the angel of the church of Sardis write the words of him who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works. You have the reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up and strengthen what remains and is about to die. For I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God. Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, what verse is that? Seven. No. Three. Okay. Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what hour I will come against you. Yet you have still a few names in Sardis. People who have not soiled their garments. And they will walk with me in white, for they are worthy. The one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments, and I will not blot his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. Can we open our ears and can we open our eyes? Nobody cares about your reputation. Nobody cares if your name is in the newspaper. And this is what Jesus is telling them. 
You might have made the headline, but guess what? You didn't understand that you were in the obituary section. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You made front page news. Jesus. But you was in the you was you made headlines in the obits. Amen. Come on here. Jesus. He said, You think you're alive, mm. but you're really dead. Jesus. You got all the signs of life around you. You're in a good environment. Mm. You're in a place where you can thrive, but it's not in you. And that's the problem. My God. You can't allow that religion and tradition go together. So that's, I know what to do. I know how to do it. I know how to make it look like it's God. I know how to make it sound like it's God. I know how to dress it up and it's real pretty. And I can set it out here on the table in this church. Come on. And God saying, that's not what I desire. Mm. If you want a never die ministry, if you want this impartation from God to be able to carry this word, then what you have to do is deal with the death that's in you. Mm. Deal with the issues that are in you. The stuff that you want to hold on to and you want to pet it and you want to stroke it. You want to call it, you know what I'm saying, the issue when it's sin. Jesus. We live in the world of political correctness. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't like to call things what they are because mm-hmm. it just sounds too harsh. You're right. You're right. It sounds too harsh. I don't want to call a faggot a faggot because that sounds harsh. <laughs> what it is. Come on here. Amen. Amen. We, you know what I'm saying? You speak that You just say what it was. Amen. Amen. But we don't want to say that because we want to say homosexuality. We want to say lesbianism. We want to say... You know what I'm saying? You're gay. Now we won't say man of God. The devil is a liar. We're not calling them man of God. We call them man of sin. Amen. Amen. Come on here. Amen. Amen. I don't care what they call them down in Atlanta or wherever. If we, if we are in sin, we have to deal with this. This is the stuff that continues to keep us from being able to gain ground. Amen. This is it's not nobody fighting you. It ain't the devil attacking you. The devil ain't even so you ain't even made no ground for the devil to come for you yet. Jesus. 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 It's the devil. No, it ain't the devil. It's you. You haven't dealt with your heart. You haven't dealt with your traditionalism. You haven't dealt with your religious spirit. You haven't dealt with Jezebel who you entertain. Amen. Amen. Not in your neighbor, but in you. Come on here. Amen. Amen. Now listen, every last one of us got a little bit of that that we need to be delivered from. Amen. Amen. All of us are control freaks. Come on here. Amen. And let it go. It's so hard to do. Amen. Yeah, they said breaking up is so hard to know. Letting go for something is so hard. Amen. To let God be the one to fix Ooh. everything. And you can't have nothing to do Jesus. with it. Jesus. It's the spirit of Jezebel that make us want to control everything. Come on. Amen. With our children. Amen. With our marriages. Uh With our ministries. With life. With our jobs. Come on here. Amen. We got to learn how to let go. Amen. And if we really trust in God, then that means you ain't got to say nothing. You ain't got to do nothing. You got it. That means that there's nothing that I can do that's going to make the situation better except obey God. Amen. That's it. Jesus. If it's in God's hand, it's in God's hand. Come on here. Amen. 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 Now, is it in God's hand or is it your hand? Come on here. Who hand? Who got it? You got it? Or or God got it? Come on. It's time for us to get to the place where we understand that this is... The will of God for us 
that we stand in the place and walk in victory. That's not, you know, just a catchphrase, I am victorious. We sing the song and we don't feel a bit more victorious. It, don't, it doesn't matter how you feel. Get out your feelings. Yes. Amen. Our feelings keep us from so much. I just didn't feel like going to church today. You didn't feel. Feel. Wait a minute. Feel. You mean to tell me you're still in your flesh? My God. My God. My God. But you want you want the mic? Jesus. You your feelings yet? Come on here. I didn't feel like praying. I'm sure Jesus didn't feel like praying in the garden of Gethsemane. Jesus, right, come on here. He knew what was waiting for him. That's a good place to pray. He did. He knew what was waiting for him. But how many of us, when we're facing death, are still going to give God glory? My God. Instead of us crying, why God? Oh God, why I got to go through this? What is this about, Jesus? Why me, God? Why not you? You the one saying, God, you want God to just have his way in your life. Then when he start having his way in your life, you want him to leave your life alone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Come on. So this is God's desire for us. This is why when Peter stood up and said, Lord, you don't have to die, that he saw the spirit he was operating in. And he said, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. He wasn't talking to Peter. He was talking to the spirit, the spirit that was in him. Jesus. Don't you let nobody else around you talk you out of what you know God said. Right. Friend or foe. Amen. Don't you let nobody talk you out of what God said. If God told you that this is what you got to do, and somebody come to you and say, you ain't got to go through that. The Lord rebuke you, Satan. Amen. I got to go through this. Just like Jesus must needs go through Samaria, you must need to go through your situation. You must need to go through your test. You must need to go through your circumstances. You must need to cry today. Come on here. You don't like that, but that's the way it is. Amen. That's the way it is. He helping us. He is helping us. I'm telling you. If we are going to walk in everything that God has spoken, you are going to have to have some fight in you. Amen. You got to have some fight in you. Not just, come on, Jesus, fix it. You better be like, uh-uh, it's already fixed in the name of Jesus. My God. God. Even if you're saying that with tears rolling down your face, that don't mean you're weak. Come on. Yes, Lord. It don't mean you're weak because you cry. We Amen. Cry. It's all right if you cry. Hallelujah. But you got to be careful of what environment you find yourself living in. Amen. You got to be careful about who is talking to you. Don't let Peter. Now, this is the same one two minutes ago. Come on. That said, you are Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then right after that, he turns around and said, You ain't got to die, Jesus. And I'm sure some of us would rather have somebody tell us what we want to hear. My God. Versus tell us the truth. Come on. That's right. Yeah. You're right. If I could just get three people. That's right. That would tell me what I want to hear. Versus what is the real truth. That would make me feel so much better. But you can't escape that this word is chasing you. Amen. You can't escape that God 
amen, has spoken his word over you. You can't do nothing about that. Amen. You can say what you want, do what you want. But if you're not going to carry this mantle, God going to give it to somebody that will. Jesus, amen. yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Come on here, somebody. Yes, he will. It is time for us to carry a never die ministry. That even if I leave up out of here, this word got to go on. This thing that God has said have got to continue. Because it's not about me. It's about Jesus. Amen. It's about him. By himself. He's the one who died for you. Ain't nobody in here died for each other. Come on here. Amen. You got to carry your own cross, and the cross you carry is for you, not for the world. Preach We got to do better. Come on, stand to your feet. We got to do better. Hallelujah. I'm a minute under time. Hallelujah. I don't care what we face or what we go through. Let's not Put everything off on the devil. Let's own what's ours. Amen. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Tradition shall not prevail against the church. Hardness in our hearts. We will not allow it to prevail against the church. We will not allow tradition and religion or compromise or Jezebel to prevail against the church. And it is your responsibility to preserve the gates. It is your responsibility to make sure that that doesn't get in. That's your job. If you're a believer, you got Christ on the inside, it's your job. And when you see this stuff, you call it out. Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's the will of God. Every head bow, every eye closed. Father, and as we come to you today, and those that are listening, God, we ask you right now that you would deal with our hearts and everything that we have allowed to prevail against us, whether it be in our thoughts, whether it be in our minds, whether it be whatever we're doing, in any shape, form, or fashion, we ask you to forgive us, God. Forgive us for making excuses. Forgive us, God, for not being in the posture to fight to the end. And Father, we ask you right now that you would strengthen us. We are already victorious. You have won the battle for us already. You have already defeated every foe on our behalf. You have already stood up for us in eternity. And said, no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. And because of that, that is what makes us victorious. That is what gives us victory. That is what causes us to walk in the place where nothing will prevail against us. And God, as we prepare to leave out of this place, I pray for your people. I pray that you stir up the fire of God in them. Stir up zeal for the kingdom of God. Make them zealous for good works. That they will lay aside every weight and every sin that does so easily beset them. That they will tear down strongholds in their own lives so that they can bring deliverance to others. 
Father, do it even now. Don't let us walk around with our hearts hardened. We want to be sensitive to the Spirit of God. We want to be sensitive to the move of God. We want to hear your voice, God. We want to know what way to go. We want to know what direction. And so we ask you, God, that you would take out our stony heart and give us a heart of flesh. Help us not to be like the church of Pergamos, thinking that our name is in the light and not realizing that we're in the obituary. You said that we have a reputation that we live, but we dead. Breathe life in that which is dead. Speak life over everything that we have allowed to die because of testing, because of trial, because of situations, because of problems, because of hurt, because of people. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we bless you for it right now. We give you glory. We give you honor. We magnify your name today, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We exalt you, oh God. We give you glory, hallelujah, because you have won the victory for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're seated in majesty for us. And you said in Matthew where we were reading, you said that you are bringing your reward with you. God, we thank you for the reward. We're going to wait for our reward. We won't quit. We won't give up. Because we carry this never die ministry. We carry the word of the living God in our inward parts. We carry the spirit of God, the power to overcome every circumstance and every situation in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you right now. We give you glory. We give you honor. We magnify you. Come on, clap those hands for Jesus. 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 Come on and give God praise. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank the Lord on today. Amen. If there's anybody that desires prayer, we ask you to come at this time. Anybody that's not saved, if you're not born again, hallelujah. If you need prayer, if you need strength, if you need direction, Hallelujah. Amen. We open the altar for you right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, we thank you. God, we honor your name, Jesus. God, we exalt your name, God. Hallelujah. We thank you today, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, anoint them. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you.
We give you praise, oh God. We give you glory today, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I want y'all to begin to pray. Amen. Start praying. Hallelujah. Laying hands. Hallelujah. And praying for these. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Go with them one by one. One by one together. Father, we bless your name, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We magnify your name, Jesus. We exalt your name, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, we honor your name today, God. We come against every spirit of the enemy right now. That will come to beat her down her mind, God. That will come to steal her strength, God. In the name of Jesus. God, and I declare over her that this is the season that she walks in the fullness of what God has put on the inside. Oh my God. God, I declare over this vessel right now. Oh my. That she will know that she has strength beyond her own strength. To stand. To walk worthy of her calling. God, in the name of Jesus. Strengthen our prayer life, God. And everything that makes her feel like she's not victorious, we speak to her right now. Father, in Jesus' name, I speak peace over her mind. I speak peace over her spirit, God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now declare over you. You're not going no, you're not going backwards. Ain't no going backwards. No going backwards. No quitting. Yes, it's going to be hard. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, temptations come. Yes, issues come. But God in you is great. God in you is great. And that's what you got to stand on. God in you is great. No matter what you feel, what the war is, because I feel the war inside.
I don't want to be bothered. I just want you to be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Because God is not looking at you like, I'm so sick of her. I'm so tired of her with this thing. He's not looking at you like that. That's not his God. He wants you to walk through this thing. Shake it. 
everything that would keep you stuck, you know what? And I heard the Lord say while she was praying. Sometimes we think that soul ties is always to another person. But there are ties that have you bound to the past. And everything that binds your soul to the past, I speak to it right now. In the name of Jesus. Everything that have your soul, everything that have your mind bound to the past, I speak to it right now. Everything that will make you reminisce. Everything that will make you go back and think that this is that, this ain't that. And we serve notice on the internet right now. We serve notice on every spirit of torment. We serve notice right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, God, on every spirit that will come to make her think that she's hopeless and helpless. We curse the works of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. Oh my God, the power of God is here to deliver. To deliver. That this, look right here. Never be revisited. No man, right here. Right here. Never be revisited. Don't go there, right here. Never be revisited. Never. He that the Son is is free indeed. You will know what it is to walk free. You will know what it is from today on to walk free. Because the past can't hold you. People can't hold you. Emotions can't hold you. Situations can't hold you. None of that. None of that. Today, Jesus. Now we magnify you, God. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.